Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, that didn't take long. What's up, everybody? Sunday, February 5th. You got another No Dunks emergency podcast, and we got three of the No Dunkies in here today in the yard. I'm Skeets, Tass at the bottom, that's TK. Let's jump right into the big news. My God, the NBA. I just had to wear an NBA sweater like I'm (laughs) Rob Lowe. It's drunk. Okay, here we go. The Brooklyn Nets are trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a first-round pick, and multiple second-round picks. Markeith Morris also going to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Just two days ago, we had an emergency podcast to discuss the big Kyrie bombshell that he was, he wanted to be traded before the deadline coming up on Thursday, or he was leaving in free agency and it took 48 hours task for Cuban to say, all right, we can put together a deal. How about a Dinwiddie going back to Brooklyn? How about a DFS? And how about a couple (laughs) picks? What do you think? I regret letting Jalen Brunson go. Got to make a big move. Got to splash a big move right now. This is the best that uh, the Brooklyn Nets could do, I, I guess, in the case here, because Kyrie Irving is a rental. And it, by all reporting going around, the Lakers uh, didn't want to give the, the uh, uh, give up what the Nets wanted unless – that Kyrie signed a two-year extension that he could sign in a trade. And uh, Irving wants to play out the season, though, according to all reporting, and try and get that four-year max. So you got a Dinwiddie coming back, uh, a Dorian Finney-Smith, and a protected pick way in the future, an unprotected pick, I should say, way in the future, a 2029er. I guess that's what you get for a rental. Um, I think it makes them better. I don't think it makes them a an absolute contender. Uh, it makes them very good. But it's good, not though. bad, right? No. I no, mean, it, all horrendous. things considered... Because the other thing is, yeah, there is the pick, which is interesting, but a lot of reports, I know Hollinger at The Athletic was like, the Nets wanted players after Kyrie says, I'm not, I don't want to be here, get rid of me, and I'm leaving free agency if you don't anyway. The Nets were like, well, we want to get, we want to still be good. We obviously want to keep Kevin Durant happy, and we can get into all that, Trey Kirby, but like they got some pieces here that you could obviously fit into their lineup that, that could help. What did you think of this? Two rotation players and an unprotected first so far in the future that it feels like the Nets are betting on the Mavericks imploding. I think this is pretty solid for Brooklyn, and it kind of indicates to me that maybe they would consider trading Kevin Durant, but for right now, this feels like a move where they're really splitting the difference of staying competitive and obviously getting something in the future for Kyrie, but I mean, let's talk about the Mavs side of things. Cool for the Nets to get anything back for a guy who was piecing out and was threatening to sit out the rest of the season if he didn't get traded. This is a pretty high-risk move for Dallas. I, sure. I mean, who knows if they've talked extension? It could easily be a six-month rental. It definitely feels like Kyrie Irving to the Lakers is going to happen at some point, just like it felt Jimmy Butler was going to work his way to the Miami Heat. 
even when he was on the Philadelphia Sixers. I think that's very similar. But man, the Mavs could either have four seasons, four and a half seasons of the best backcourt in the league, Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Are you kidding me? That's incredible. Or they could have six months of that, flame out in the playoffs, and then Kyrie goes to the Lakers. Or they could completely alienate their star, who's supposed to be the savior of the franchise after Dirk Nowitzki left, uh, by bringing in a combustible second star who may not totally want to be there long-term, leaving Luka even more barren and alone in Dallas. Let's see what happens here. (laughs) Because, I mean, all three of those are really on the table here for Dallas. Yeah, Tess, what do you think of the the Dallas Mavericks side of things here? You know, taking taking one hell of a risk, bringing in Kyrie, you know, losing some players, but uh, not a ton of the rotation. What do, what do you think? It's like uh, balls to the wall here. You don't mind it or you hate it? It's high risk, high reward for sure. Uh, who, who the heck knows how long he sticks around there because he is a rental they're going to give up points, uh, that's for sure. They're already a pretty bad defense. They don't uh, stop people on the perimeter. And Dorian Finney-Smith is pretty important to their defense. Uh, so that uh, is a factor for them. Um, they're going to be throwing out Josh Green out there and Christian Wood a lot of time. Uh, so I, I imagine, yeah, they're just, they're just going to hope they outscore teams, which they obviously can't. I mean, last year it worked really, really well with Jalen Brunson and, and Luka. And this is a souped-up Jalen Brunson right here. I mean, this is one of the best scores in the game. But it could be freaking volatile here. Who who the heck knows? I I, I guess when you compare the packages that were talked about from the Lakers, the Clippers said that they made a significant offer because they believed in Ty Lue making it work with Kyrie Irving. Was, Was that not better than this potential offer? I mean... I, I guess it's it's probably comparable. They didn't have a lot of players uh, to throw out. Maybe Terrence Mann was the best player, and Spencer Dinwiddie here is is a is a better player. You get two rotation players, but I wonder if these players are enough to make Kevin Durant happy mm-hmm. because it wasn't too long ago Kevin Durant demanded a, a trade, and that 2029 first round pick coming back to the Brooklyn Nets. I wonder if they deal it immediately uh, for for something else to help uh, appease Kevin Durant right now uh, because yeah I think uh, as as we're seeing the reports go around Chris Haynes reporting that the Suns they're waiting to see if Kevin Durant is available Uh, that wouldn't be shocking (laughs) nothing should be shocking I was shocked Friday when Kyrie said I ain't gonna play up the rest of the season uh, because you guys didn't offer me a four-year max uh, with no stipulations Uh, and and now it, it really seems like unless Cuban said Wink, wink, we'll give you a four-year max in the offseason. Just, mm-hmm. you know, get over here. We'll figure it out. I mean, he could be pissed, and, and as Trey said, go anywhere he wants uh, in a few months for somebody who wants to sign him to a four-year deal. But I could see Cubes giving him the old uh, winky wink uh, to, <laughs> to say long-term, if you guys make it work these next couple months, uh, we'll see how it goes. A little shark tank maneuver there, eh? A little wink, yeah. wink, a little write-down of a number on a piece of paper, <laughs> hold it up to him. Yeah, maybe. Um but as for this season right now, the Mavericks, like, what is their starting five, and will they be able to stop absolutely anyone? Like, Luka and Kyrie does not instill a lot of fear in the opposing offense. Tim Hardaway Jr. is still there as a wing. I At guess least they've Powell... got a good backstop in Christian Wood to lock yeah, it down. Yeah, right, if right. If the perimeter's I mean, getting torched. <laughs> that's four guys we just listed in their starting lineup that are... are 
you know, lower end tier of defensive minded guys. I mean, they get a lot of it back on the other end because they're that they're that great at offense. But uh, man, I just who is stopping anybody? It's like we're literally talking about Dwight Powell, Josh Green, Maxi Kleba, defensive player of the year, <laughs> half season I mean, defensive wow. player of the year. Unless just got to do so much. Unless they're somehow not done here. But wow, that's. That is a team that I just can't see stopping anyone. But maybe it won't matter when you got two guys that are, can can flirt with, you know, 40 and 50 every night. It feels yeah. like it's just going to be an even more hyperized version of the Mavericks we've been seeing so far. Because the Mavericks we've been seeing so far play every single game close and just hope Luka can get him over the end. Yeah, true. At, at the very final stages of the game. They're, it feels like every one of their games comes down to one or two possessions. And now they've got two guys who can do it. So they're going to be hoping, yeah, we score 138 points and we hold our opponents to 136 and get the ball with the last shot. And we got two guys who can make it. That's the game plan for the Mavericks. Everything about this is high risk from the on-court product to what they could even possibly try to build going forward. But the thing with the Mavericks is they needed a second star. It's quite Mm -hmm. obvious. There ain't a lot of ways they could go about getting it to give up a couple of rotation players and a pick so far in the future, you hope you can do something about it to change it. I understand where they're coming from. They just have to hope that like his Kyrie's relationship with Nico Harrison actually means something. That Jason mm-hmm. Kidd, as a Hall of Fame point guard who can teach him a little bit, hopefully that means something. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck. Uh, yeah. dude, look, look at their playoff rotation last year that went to the conference finals, though, to, to give them some... Decent amount of hope. It was uh, it was Jalen Brunson starting beside Luka Doncic in the backcourt, then Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock, and Dwight Powell. So you sub in Kyrie for Brunson. Uh, you sub in probably Josh Green on the perimeter, who is uh, a solid defender in for Dorian Finney-Smith. And, you know, you hope Kleba comes back, and you still have Dwight Powell back there. They could outscore teams uh, and have enough defensively. Uh, if you you know you you got Luca as your as your main guy and you kind of just gotta ride him and and hope he inspires guys on the defensive end. Like it's 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 not all that different. I, I know Jalen Brunson is is far more solid than Kyrie Irving, but Kyrie Irving has won championships as a lead point guard, as, as a lead perimeter uh, defender. Even though that's that's not his thing. I mean. It's not that far off when you look at it that way. I, I know people here yelling in the stream team, thank you for joining us on YouTube, yelling, that was a fluke. Well, <laughs> every single game, uh, they were in it. They had they had a they had just had they had a good run. And when you got Luca, I, I don't think you can underestimate you got Luca. You got a chance to do anything. This is one of the best players of this generation. So they could still do something as well. Uh I I don't think it's I I, I it's a risk, obviously. Uh, it's a risk. But as far as the rotation goes, really, right now, you're subbing in Kyrie for Spencer Dinwiddie, and you're losing a solid defender in, in Dorian Finney-Smith, but Josh Green is coming off the bench. You throw him into the starting lineup. Hope Kleba comes back, and yeah, it, it's it's a that much better prospect, uh, obviously, for the next few months than it was with with what they had. Right. What do you think about Kevin Durant in all of this, TK? I know it's tough to try and like figure out what these guys are going to do, how they're thinking. Like By all accounts, we don't even know. We never really even got a reaction, right? Um, from KD himself to the Kyrie news from two days ago. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. Look into your crystal ball. How does this go with Kevin Durant? Have they done enough in this trade to appease him, 
to keep him happy, to be like, yeah, we could still win a championship. I'm Kevin Durant. Put some pieces around me. Okay. Or is this like the first move before this potential moving of Kevin Durant in the next five days here to a Suns or to another team? What do you think? Uh, I think this kicks the can down the road until the summer. I think Kevin Durant will finish out this season as a Brooklyn net. The Nets were what, 18 and two? And they were starting Edmund Sumner. Mm -hmm. KD gave an interview about it saying, we need some better players around here. And at the very least, DFS, playoff guy, Spencer Dinwiddie, thrived in Brooklyn once upon a time, can play a similar style to Kyrie Mm -hmm. Irving. They're trading one player who's in their rotation for two of them, because Markeith Morris, not so much a rotation member. So, you know, I think they at least are saying if KD comes back, looks as good as he did in the first half of the season when he was an MVP candidate, we're putting a couple of shooters around him, another ball handler in Spencer Dinwiddie. You can at least talk yourself into the Nets having a chance in any playoff series because they've got mm-hmm. KD. And if that's the case, you can talk yourself into making a run to the conference finals and then maybe in the summer you can convince him to not make a trade request and stick around and that you're going to continue improving the team. I think he'll be there at least for the end of this season just because of needing to come back from injury uh, Mm -hmm. from the first part. And because the team was good and Katie is such a baller that you can put anybody around them and they're going to be a pretty solid team. In the summer, though, I think it's much more likely that he gets done. It just seems kind of unlikely that the Nets are able to do back-to-back blockbuster deals like this within a week. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's right. Um, They could put together a pretty scary defensive lineup task around KD here moving forward. Because you could play, I mean, Ben Simmons is still on this team. Uh, You obviously have Royce O'Neal. Dorian Finney-Smith is is no slouch defensively. Nick Claxton has been great um, as, as a big there. That's, I mean, four really, really solid defensive guys. KD's your superstar. Could work, you know, Dinwiddie off the bench and all that. Whether he starts, going to play a ton of minutes. But um, I, I actually am a little surprised. I thought the Nets did pretty good here for a guy 48 hours ago saying, I want out of here to get a decent return. I couldn't believe they got like, I know it's way in the future, but an unprotected pick is an unprotected pick. You never know what that can turn into or like you said, flipped into. So I thought they made yeah. out pretty well here. And I know we can get into some of the other hypothetical trades. Monday's podcast, tomorrow's show was going to be all right, let's hear your best Kyrie Irving trade. Oh my God, Westbrook didn't play last night. Oh, that's probably happening, right? Kyrie didn't play, of course. We thought the Lakers, we thought the Clippers, we thought the Suns, you know. And the Mavericks were in the mix, but Cuban just said, here's the deal, let's do it. Yeah, I think that they still could have gotten something better. I obviously don't know, you know, what those other packages were, but it's a seller's market. There's there's not a ton of teams selling right now because everybody still thinks that they're in it. They had the best player available in, in Kyrie Irving right now. Uh, and I, I know he is a volatile player, but I think they could have got a, an unprotected first for, for him in, in any situation, for any of those teams that we're talking about. Uh, the, the Clippers, the Lakers would have been willing to give it up. And, and Spencer Didwitty, you know, obviously a, a solid player. I do think that they, they're smart that they picked – a 2029 pick from the Mavs because looking at it, the Mavs can trade all their picks from 2024 and beyond. They have lots of picks. So they decided mm-hmm. let's go deep. Let's go real deep and, and not picks. Uh, uh, give us a pick here where Luca's still uh, in his prime uh, kicking ass. You know, he'll probably still be in his prime in 2029. So I, I just, I don't think it's all that juicy. Would you rather have a Lakers pick after their run is done? I think so. Would you rather mm-hmm. have a Clippers pick after their run is done? I think so. Uh, th- listen, it, it 
the lineup looks good, though, as you said, around Kevin Durant. It's like 2021 where his toe was on the line in the second round against the Milwaukee Bucks. Because Kyrie went out and because Harden was playing on half a leg, it was Kyrie, it was Kevin Durant taking every single shot and all those dudes just working their asses off around him. So can they win? Yeah, because uh, it's Kevin Durant and they have uh, Spencer Dinwiddie come off the bench and all those guys you mentioned, uh, a, a lot of defensive talent around him. But uh, I wonder, yeah, if they flip this pick because I wonder, they still want a big. Uh, I know we've been talking about like, the the Mason Plumley ilk of players like they still want somebody like that yeah, like a backup big yeah I think the Hornets would take an unprotected first round for Mason Plumley <laughs> uh, yeah I, I know. Yeah, yeah yeah they should uh, yeah well well <laughs> any first, old, I think they would say yeah <laughs> yeah I think though that's the only surprising thing that this isn't a three team deal and that the Nets True. Uh, even got a a first round pick because yeah they got the, this balance of yeah we got a pick in the future you know but. I think you want to make Durant happy now, and it's unlikely that they trade him in the next four days. Like, I thought there was a chance that the next called Kyrie's bluff and said, screw it. You want to earn your contract? Or you want to waste? Do you do you want to cost yourself more money by sitting out? Well, they didn't do that. I think they, they'll do that with Kevin Durant. Like, even if Durant is somewhat upset, you can't, you're not going to trade him because he's under contract for so long. They got three more playoffs with him after this one uh, to appease him in the summer. But I, I, I could see them turning this 29 pick into to something really good uh, to help mm-hmm. them out, another offensive player at least. The reason why the Mavs may have been the team to get it done is, again, I think it comes back to the players. And the picks are nice and they're gravy and all that, but like... The Nets have no incentive to first off tank by any means because they owe all their picks for like the next five years, you know, in in, a, in the James Harden deal. So there's that. And of course, the whole like try and keep Katie happy. He's still a superstar. You've got one on your team. You should really go for it. So it's like, I wonder if, if the Clippers were not willing to give up Terrence Mann, which I don't think they were, and it was more like, here's Reggie Jackson, here's Covington, here's Kennard. Compare that to Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith. I like those two better, if I'm being honest. And then, you know, the Lakers is less about the players. It was always about the picks because it's like, unless we rope in a third team um, to take on the Westbrook and then maybe get some picks back for doing it and then players coming from that third team in the Nets, like the Lakers weren't giving them anything of value talent-wise. So I feel like this is a big part, Trey, of, of, of why Dallas put together the most enticing package here in this very short window, too, of like less than a week. Yeah, uh, I guess they did it pretty quickly. They said, you want an unprotected first? Then Brooklyn said, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, we want an unprotected first. But you know what? Send us a couple of guys who are going to help out this year because maybe they're just trying to make one last stab at it with Kevin Durant because it doesn't feel to me like something is going to change so drastically that he finishes out his entire contract uh, with Brooklyn. Like, I think it's... It's nice to look at those years and think, yeah, they got a few more playoff runs together. But if he made a playoff, if he made a trade request last season, uh, when the he at least had a second superstar alongside him, I think he will be even more so motivated come this off season, and it'll be a little bit easier to make a deal for somebody. I think once we've seen some of the draft protections get taken off after the draft comes by, it's just easier to do a ma- massive deal like this. It just happened quickly for Dallas because. The Nets surely were ready to move on from Kyrie, and the Mavs were so desperate to get yep. any kind of a star alongside Luka, not to mention a guy in Kyrie who has worked next to high-usage players. I see a lot in the stream team people are saying they got two ball hogs. That's going to be a problem. Kyrie's best ever seasons 
We're next to LeBron James, who handles the ball quite a bit, yep. a very Luka-styled player. I think it'll be tough to stop those two as long as they are both still on the court together. Yeah, yeah if no, you're just nobody joining else us has here, to touch the ball. Yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> yeah. it's true. Tim Hardaway Jr., whenever he does touch it, he'll just be firing a three, <laughs> so we know that. Um, if you're just joining us, thank you. Uh, live here on YouTube, a little Sunday emergency podcast, doing some big numbers. Hit the like button, subscribe to No Dunks if you haven't. We do this every day, live at 10 a.m. Eastern, if you're somehow new here, and I'm sure some of you are. Um, here's the trade, if you came in late. Shams, Woj, they're all saying this. The Dallas Mavericks getting Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. The Nets getting Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, 29 first-round pick, and uh, two second-round picks there in the future as well, 27 and 29. Um, yeah, Monday show that we all had planned, Just we could just rip it up, all those hypothetical trades we had, the ones we were like, really? Oh, I guess the other team I didn't bring up there when we're talking players, Tass, is would you, in theory, rather have Chris Paul Christopher and Jake Paul. Crowder than Dinwiddie? <laughs> And DFS. That's that's to me the only one where you're like, yeah, oh yeah, we want Chris Paul because of the, being the floor general in a million playoff series and blah 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 blah. That's the only one I think you could compare. Well, in terms of players, yeah, yeah players. I, I I guess so. L- listen, I still think the Lakers and Clippers first round unprotected pick if they're willing to give it up, it's probably better than this Mavs one. But as far as the players go, yeah, Chris Paul in name the best player that was reportedly available. But it, also an ancient uh, player. He's yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, we're we're, we're, get, we're getting as long in the tooth as uh, like that's that's a risk. Yeah, but that, yeah. that the proposed deal of uh, it was Chris Paul and Jay Crowder. Uh, I, our man John Hollinger threw. I shouldn't say proposed, but the hypothetical deal of Chris Paul and Jay Crowder for Kyrie and Utah Watanabe. I mean, it's just not a long, good long term look. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so no, I I think you 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 could flip this this pick that the uh, that the Nets got for from the Mavs for something even better, and that the package is looks even better than just Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith in the end. So, yeah, the combination we don't know what the Lakers were willing to give up. Again, they were pretty steadfast that they're only going to trade with the Nets, only going to give them what they want if Kyrie was willing to sign an extension mm-hmm. for two years. And Kyrie uh, was dug his heels in and said, no freaking way. Uh, he wants a four-year deal, and uh, he wasn't, he wasn't going to do the Nets any favors. So we'll see what the winky-wink is going on with Mark Cuban if he's, if he's told him. We'll, we'll take care of you later on. And for some actual reporting, Law Murray of The Athletic did say that there was a significant deal from the Clippers that had been made uh, in this yeah, less than 48 hours. I mean, these teams jumped on the horn real fast uh, to, to, to make this happen because the Clippers yeah, made a significant deal. I don't know what that means. Like you, you throw out the Terrence Mann name. See, I don't think uh, it included Mann. I don't. I think it's a lot of those other guys I, I mentioned. Yeah, so Mann think- is in, you know, in the sort of same ballpark as Spencer Dinwiddie, I'd guess. you. I don't know. He's a lot younger. Say. I mean, there's a lot more yeah. promise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so – yeah, who knows? Uh, whatever significant means, but they probably threw in a first round pick. Yeah, there there hasn't been incredible names, um, in just just being thrown out there for Kyrie and Spencer did because it could be a rental. Because yeah, yeah, I mean it could be. I mean this is Kyrie Irving. I mean hell, he could not even play for all we know. <laughs> I don't know. Would anybody be all that shocked if tomorrow he goes? Nah, I don't want to play in Dallas. Probably not. 
That's probably not going to be the case, but mm-hmm. it's Kyrie, so anything's on the table. But Trey, the Lakers thing is interesting here. Like LeBron tweeting, you know, some cryptic emojis. Obviously, this idea, like, will there be a third team roped in to move Westbrook and all that? Will it just be Westbrook to the Nets uh, with the picks and and then Kyrie and Joe Harris coming back? Like that would have worked. Um, a lot of people, myself included, thought this was going to end with Kyrie Irving going to the Lakers. I mean, I'll, I definitely would have been betting the farm on that. Instead, he's going to Dallas. But where do the Lakers, <laughs> I guess, go from here? Like, are fans going to be upset with Palenka and, and, and Jeannie Buss for not doing this? What's your take? I think they'll be upset uh, just because it feels like the Lakers have been gearing up to make a move. Uh, and, uh, like, it feels like Kyrie Irving is going to be a Laker But I guess that's the thing. Lakers fans should hope that they're just upset for six months and that the deal all along has been, we're not giving up anything because we all know it's happening in the summer when we can just make a move for it. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. We'll we'll see some freezing cold takes get pulled up about how bad Rob Palink is doing and then suddenly Kyrie Irving joins LeBron and AD and Rui Hachimura and whoever, whoever else, whichever Bogdanovich they swing a deal for at the deadline here. Uh, But that's the only thing I can think is that the Lakers were reticent with their assets because they assumed that they still have a chance at Kyrie once free agency starts in the summer. Yep. Um, Look, we'll wait to find out more, I'm sure, from the Lakers side of things and maybe these deals that were proposed to the Nets from some of the other teams come out. Who knows what happens with KD? I don't know if you have any final thoughts to ask. We can probably start wrapping this up because we do have a podcast tomorrow morning live at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, hit that like button, subscribe. Um, any parting thoughts here, Tass or Trey, on Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas Mavericks? I will say, he looks sharp in the Mavericks uniform from those photoshops I saw. I thought he looked good in the Lakers. I thought he looked really good in the Lakers, but some of the work I saw of him in a Mavericks uniform, I was like, it looks cool. I like it. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be wearing number two. Is that what people are assuming? They oh, is do he? have an 11 in Tim Hardaway Jr. Obviously, uh, he's worn two earlier in his career. I don't think it's retired for the Mavericks. Uh, I don't know. I wondered, does Mark Cuban have a winky wink? Or is he just hoping that he gets Kyrie to Dallas and can wow him with the facilities, with the way they treat their superstars, with the way they bend over backwards to make it a place you want to stick around? Because if not, and Kyrie takes off, yeah, the Mavericks have a ton of cap space, but the Mavericks have not done well in the past when they've had a ton of cap space. They're always in the running. It was Dwight Howard once upon a time. It was Darren Williams once upon a time. Uh, But maybe Cuban is thinking... We've had trouble getting a second star to take our money. So let's just get him here. We can then show him all of the money. And then he'll stick around. But man, if he decides to go all in, four-year max, $200 million, whew, that's, uh, uh, I guess we, we might be talking about Luca on the market in not too long, in whoa, the whoa, next whoa, five whoa. seasons. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I do think they are taking a risk. There's no doubt. But in the end... Uh, they gave up Spencer Dinwiddie, who's you know getting towards thirty. He's he's reached his peak as a player. They gave up a first round pick. Cubes wants to make up for the the dumb move of letting Jalen Brunson go. That's I think that's clear, and he was probably quick to act. I mean it, it does uh, it does feel Shark Tanky. I mean he put that he put that proposal on Sean Mark's desk, and he said I'm gonna walk away. I'm gonna walk away. Take it or leave it, and. Uh, yeah, he, he was 
he was ready to he jumped in the ring real quick and i guess other teams probably wanted uh, a little more assurance that Kyrie Irving was going to stick around I, I do think yeah he can he believes in that organization to wow Kyrie into sticking around and like 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 think about their team last year in the postseason. I know Spencer Dinwiddie hit big shots, but really this is how far Luca is going to take them. And I mean, he took them real far last year. And if Kyrie's on board, I mean, I don't think it's that far fetched to say they're going to be another conference final. And wow, yeah, um, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that crazy at all. When you look at their lineup, when they're starting. Dwight Powell at center. You gotta and stop starting. the other team at times, though, and especially in yeah. a defensive in, a, in the playoffs, where he helps to play some defense. I mean, it was DFS. Dorian Fitty Smith, a great defender at the yeah. wing, yeah, uh, alongside uh, Dwight Powell and Reggie Bullock. Those three guys were playing beside Brunson and Luca, and I and I know Brunson's a very solid defender, but Kyrie can play when he wants, and I think they have a, enough bodies to to make it work if they're all. In a good mood, and listen, Kyrie's playing for a contract. So um, if he if he actually steps on the floor <laughs> and he actually <laughs> and he actually puts on that sweet looking number two, then they should be pretty solid, um, very solid. I, I think. I don't think they're a championship contender, but I could see them in a conference finals. Wow, I well, hey maybe. <laughs> Absolutely, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure I'd go that far yet with some of the other teams in the Western Conference, but let's wait to see him play at least one game. Uh, I guess he'll play before... Yeah, he'll definitely play before the All-Star break. I keep thinking the All-Star break is at the end of this week, but it's the trade deadline at the end of this week on Thursday, and then the All-Star break after. So we should, in theory, get a a couple uh, Kyrie-Luka games um, before they maybe play on the same team together. Is What's LeBron going to do? Is LeBron going to, like... Now refuse to draft Kyrie in the All Star Game? Does he have to refuse and draft not draft Luca? Does he take both of them? Man, well, adds a lot of complexity to the All Star Game draft that they're doing live. I think uh, I think he's got to take him. LeBron has to take him because once Kyrie then joins his All Star team, tampering rules are fly out the window. Oh, you can have one. any sort of a chat that you want to have about a contract for the summer. Fair, fair, fair. All right, here it is for the final time, guys, for everybody joining us on YouTube. Uh, Kyrie and Markeith Morris to the Dallas Mavericks, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, and those future picks, one a first-rounder in 29, and then a couple there in 27, 29. Second-round picks going to the Brooklyn Nets. Woo! It is emergency podcast season in the no-dunks land. Uh, Hopefully we have a couple more of these. Maybe not today. Uh, I would like to enjoy the rest of my Sunday, but... This coming week, uh, we'll be, uh, we're basically going to be living. Bring your sleeping bags to the Classic Factory. We're never leaving. <laughs> Bring right? your bags. That's right. That's right. Uh, but thanks for joining us. I- I'm sure there were a lot of new people here. We love it. Hit the like button uh, and subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Share the show. We go live Monday through Friday uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern if you want to join us live. And it obviously gets flipped into a podcast. So search for No Dunks wherever you download and listen to podcasts as well. Okay, let's call it there. We're going to be talking about it a lot more tomorrow morning. Um... Man, I've, I wonder if this is going to be sad Clipper, bro, because they missed out on the Kyrie sweepstakes. Let's hear from him. <laughs> you heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Damn, he's excited. He's still happy. <laughs> he's he still likes, happy. Yeah, he he's loves right. Terrence, man. Thank God we didn't give up, man. Oh, uh, bro, talent. <laughs> <laughs> man, he likes it that they didn't take a risk. 
I gotta get off of here, man. I'm, I'm starting to think the Mavs can win this whole thing. I gotta, get <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. Tess I gotta already, go. Uh, found his, is buying a plane ticket to Dallas for the parade. I love it. All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Peace. You could stay.